Welcome to CooperCast episode 84. This is your host, Al's Cricket, John Sachs. In this fourth episode of Black and White and Rock and Roll, we talk about topics from Bo Diddley's Square Guitar to the black music influences on the Beatles and the Stones. Thinking about you as a young, getting going musical artist, on the one hand, I'm going to just say this and see if you... On the one hand, I think you were kind of like not... You were tuned into music that meant something to you, and you sort of didn't really care black-white. You just dug some kinds of music. No, no, I liked all kinds of music. But on the other hand, you were very aware of issues of blackness and whiteness. Well, not so much like that. I just liked black records better, but I didn't think of it like that. Right, that's what I'm saying. I just said, you know, well, this this R&B is better than rock and roll. Right. Ray Charles? Oh, yeah. Unbelievable, huh? Yeah. I mean, you know. Here's a question, another black-white thingy that that I, 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 I came upon. So I know... That, you know, obviously your respect for Chuck Berry as a founder, personality aside, I mean, he was a monster. Well, but, so you, was, but I mean, you know, so was Bo Diddley. Yes, and Little Richard. And Bo Diddley was uh, a pretty nice guy. It's just that he wasn't as good live as he was on the records. Oh, really? I think that, in retrospect, that Leonard Chess, mm. from Ergo Chess Records, had a lot to do with those Bo Diddley records sounding so good. Right. And I take my hat off to him. I remember the early pictures of Bo Diddley with his square guitar. Yes. He recognized early on, this is an electric guitar. The shape of the guitar doesn't mean anything. I'm going to have a square, rectangular guitar. Yes, it was rectangular. But it was revolutionary. He was saying, folks, it's not... It doesn't have to be shaped like a guitar. It's just a piece it of wood. It may not have been his doing. Oh, you think his manager? No, neither of them. How did it happen? I, I think, think that the company uh, built it. Oh. Do you know what brand he played? In the early days, everybody else was playing guitar-shaped guitars, electric or not. Yeah, no, that was a, a very unusual thing. I did more than three shows with him. It may have been a Gretsch, those square guitars. Yes, there you go. A Gretsch. I think it was a Gretsch. (laughs) So one of the things I was thinking about is that um, two of the the biggest white groups in rock of all time, the Beatles and the Stones. That's way later. That's way later. But the thing is... That's like 15 years later. Yeah, 15 years later. But the Stones made absolutely... No bones about the fact that when they started up, they were largely a blues band. They, yes. they wanted to play black music, and I don't think no, the Beatles were interested in their own originality. They played some Chuck Berry, but there. Yeah, but no, but they were yes, they were interested in what they came up with. Right, they they and, were influenced by black, black music, but, yeah. but but they but they were playing their own thing more. But the Stones, if you look at their first couple albums... Uh, it's all covers of black songs. It's all covers of black songs. But the thing is, they at that time, the well, they Stones... Were, they were emulating it. Yeah. Con- the thing is, they weren't big. They weren't doing the black songs 
to clean them up and make money because at the beginning the stones were nobody well they didn't clean them up well the other thing, but they just did them because they loved them yes exactly and then they got big mm-hmm. and then they started writing their own songs and then it became something completely else i mean because it's hard to find a connection between ruby tuesday and you know willie dixon i mean they they evolved quite a bit the stones i guess they were like you and that they they did this music course. They loved the music. They weren't consciously trying to rip off black artists. They just freaking loved it and wanted to do it. Also, I mean, uh, I bring it up because you're talking about them. Mm. They came to me yeah, and asked me to play on their record. Right. Uh, after, like, a Rolling Stone. Right. After I played on, like, a Rolling Stone. And... Uh, and I was, a, you know, a really big Rolling Stones fan. Right. I, I was like, wow, this is like the most amazing thing that ever happened to me. Well, except that you already played for Bob Dylan, who's not... Yeah, but that's different. Different? That, yeah, that was uh, folk music <laughs> that became rock and roll. Okay. This was blues music. Right. It's a whole other thing. Yeah. And and like a Rolling Stone, wasn't very bluesy. Not at all. As a matter of fact, there's a story that at Newport, the bass player from Bo- Butterfield's blues band had trouble playing that song because it was so not Com- the blues. Well, it was well, it was complicated. And then you ended up playing the bass. I was told. I don't think so. Really? Well, somebody said you ended up playing the bass on just that song. But let's not get sidetracked. So I, I guess what I'm trying to draw is there's a distinction between white guys who took black music because they just loved it. Well, that was that really became the core of the success of British music originally. Mm-hmm. That's very important. They took American music and they handed it back to us with a little different inflection, and we said, wow, that's very cool. I remember when the Beatles had, number, had hit number one, two, three, and four on the hit parade, Never, nothing like that ever happened. But none of those songs, they may have been influenced by... Oh, I think so. I think I want to hold your hand. Yeah. Maybe not lyrically. Right. But musically was kind of black in a way. Just the beginning, the intro. was, you know... Yeah. The Stones, on the other hand, they never probably would have gotten very far if they just continued to do black blues because some people like no no they took you know they grew they grew and they started writing their own songs and became no no no. i mean they yeah they wrote their own songs pretty quickly this has been Coopercast episode 84 brought to you by square guitars submit questions for al at alcooper.com on the Coopercast page 